It turns out that when you live in a snowy climate and everything thaws, you discover, at least if you're new, quite a lot of things that were buried under the snow. And as you pluck them out of the snow to keep them from getting wet as the thaw continues, you sometimes bury the hard drive on which your podcast lives. So, uh, we found the hard drive. <laughs> I'm sorry about the <laughs> quiet week, guys. <laughs> But there was springtime happening. But since that's no longer the case, on with the show. Welcome to the Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, and I am your guide in this raucous journey of coping with the creative life. Fueled by your questions, we explore the trials and travails of productivity, discipline, art, and finances in the writing life. Welcome to... The Questions, episode 1069. Today we have a question from Nicole. Nicole asks, What are your thoughts on the anthropomorphizing of body parts, such as, My back screamed in agony. Should this be avoided? No, this should not be avoided. This is a fantastic way to add color to your world and your story. Um, when I saw the um, title for this for this question, I was thinking, um, I am Jack's, I, I am Jack's ball gladder. Ball gladder? Gl- <laughs> I am Jack's gallbladder. Do you, do you want to stop recording and go do something else? <laughs> I'm okay. Okay. Mm. You are Jack's ball gladder. <laughs> yes. That, that's what I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Um, like deeply personifying the um, body parts so that they have their own personality and maybe even a name, and and they're talking to you and maybe your your hand is having long intimate conversations with your feet, no, the anthrop- which could be amusing. The anthropomorphization of body parts of the landscape of the weather it's foundational to the way that we speak in English. It's actually foundational to Western literature going all the way back to the Homeric hymns, which predate the Iliad and the Odyssey by a long way. This is how Westerners think. Not as familiar with the history of the Vedas and the the Confucian literature and whatnot, but I'm pretty sure, based on my studies of cultural anthropology, that this is foundational to the way humans think. We engage the world as if everything in the world is an agent. So anthropomorphizing anything, just like you anthropomorphize your washing machine when it's totally fritzing out on you and you're like, it hates me. It doesn't want me to finish this load. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just what we do. So I don't see any reason to avoid it. Unless you're trying to depersonify your work in some way. Hmm. Like make Make it it clinical. Make it very clinical. Make it sound like it is from an alien perspective or written by um, a computer. Or Or a journalist or an ultra-rationalist or something like that. Well, that was a short one. So instead of avoiding it, I would would embrace it unless you are trying to achieve a certain thing in your writing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course, when you're embracing it also, uh, especially on the readback, pay attention to the way that this is painting your point of view character, painting the way the people in your world think, because the things you personify and the way you do it can do, can or sorry, the things you anthropomorphize and the way you do it can lend quite a bit of texture and subtext to your world and your characters. 
It's uh, one of the great subtle tools of deep characterization, actually, now that I think about it. So, you've, uh, you've got your hand on a great tool there. Don't leave it in the toolbox. We'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty Nakian, and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text is copyright 2023 J. Daniel Sawyer, and the production is copyright 2023 Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License, and all other rights are reserved to the author. Join the conversation. Submit a question, leave a comment, or a creative death threat. Or find me at jdsawyeronminds.com or hit me at feedback at jdsawyer.net. We can't do it without you.